This is our fifth anniversary celebration service for Bridge Builders Church. And I don't want this to be about me, but just because everybody's going to ask a lot of questions. Actually, I wasn't going to come today because the doctor doesn't want my immune system to be compromised. But God, you're going to have to take care of me because I can't, can't not be here. But after the service, at the end of the service, Jenny and I are going to scoot out before everybody starts hugging and kissing. Okay? Because that's probably the compromise would happen there. So not that we don't want to hug and kiss you guys. We sure do. Uh, We're not quite sure how you're going to get updated on what's happening in the next three weeks or month, but we'll figure out a way so that people know what's going on. But we're looking forward to what the doctors are going to do just to get it over with. And we know that my body is going to respond very well, just like it has so far. But uh, interesting what they can do with technology nowadays. You know, they don't want me to be around a lot of people who have germs. So I said, well, Mike, there's no germs in my church. (laughs) But so they hooked up my telephone to this uh, service that actually can hunt out germs in a group. But I haven't heard anything on the phone yet, so I guess we're okay. (laughs) I don't know. So far, we're okay. I don't know. I better be careful. I better be careful. You know I'm messing with you, don't you? Okay, all right, it's okay. It's okay, it's okay. I better turn the ringer off now because somebody's liable to give me a phone call. We were figuring out, trying to figure out what are we going to do for this fifth anniversary thing. And the elders, we had a meeting, we're sitting there trying to figure out how can we evaluate what's happened in the past five years. You know, teachers have to evaluate things. You've got to come up with a rating system, of course. Is that 86 or an 84? You've got to be sure. But we kind of figured out that in reality, there's no way to really measure what's happened at Bridge Builders in the past five years. We can't sit down and come up with a tool that we can use to accurately evaluate what God has done. And when I was trying to figure out how we could present this today... I just started looking back through the photos of things that have gone on at Bridge Builders. And if you look inside your bulletin there, you'll, you'll see pictures, photos, of some of the things that show what's happened at Bridge Builders. I will say this. Church planting is a fun exciting and strenuous activity 
it really brings out the scripture that says man makes the plans and God's purposes prevail. Do you know that not all of our plans have worked out so far in five years? Is that a surprise to you? Not to us either. So what we can do is look back and just see some of the kinds of things God has done in five years. Some of them we planned for. Some of them we had no clue about at the time. What we did have a clue about was coming up with core values. And if you look there on your both, you see a list of core values. Things that are important to us. Principles that guide what we do. Now, what we did not do in the past five years was sit down and take each one of the core values and say, let's come up with an activity that shows that this is our core value. Now, what we've been doing by the grace of God is living And because God put those core values in our heart before the beginning, he's been faithful to bring us into and through activities and circumstances and relationships that show these are our core values. Sounds to me like that's a better way to do it than to have us plan out the whole thing. Before this church was planted, Tim and Jenny Millard had come out of a difficult church situation. We needed some healing. We were fortunate enough to have friends in Pennsylvania who we have known before, whose call in life is to help church leaders get healed. So we went down there and began a closer relationship with them that is still close today and is getting closer all the time. Because now they're not just our mentors, they're our friends. Wes and Verna Klemmer from Pennsylvania. Now Wes and Verna wrote a note to us today. And somebody has that note and is going to read it. This is from Wesson Vernon Clemmer in Pennsylvania. Dear Bridge Builders Saints, what a joy for us to join with you in this celebration of your fifth anniversary. Though we are not able to participate in person, know that we are with you in heart and spirit. As we pause to consider the various ways the Lord has blessed since the days of your birthing, we greatly rejoice. He has been forging you together, using the challenges of life to fulfill the prayer of Christ, as recorded in John 17. The glory which thou hast given me, I have given to them, that they may be one, just as we are one, that they may be perfected in unity, that the world may know. These five years have been primarily a forging time, But forging isn't an end in itself. Forging makes way for fulfilling and that fulfilling the desire of the Father's heart that the world may know. God desires to expand his witness through you and we join with you in believing for the fulfilling of his desire in the days ahead. Know that you are precious to us and constantly in our prayers 
With much love, Wes and Verna. Thank you, Wes and Verna. Godly people sensing what God is doing in the lives of people here at Bridge Builders and helping us walk in what the Lord is speaking to us. That's their only goal. The Clemmers want to see God working in us and through us. They helped us get started inside so that we could get started outside also. One of the things we needed at the beginning was oversight. We didn't want to be here on our own. We needed some godly, mature people to be accountable to. Wes and Verna were members and part of Liberty Fellowship of Churches and Ministers. This is not Liberty University. This is a different organization. And while Wes has backed off his responsibilities as overseer for Liberty, our church has become a member of Liberty Fellowship. And the pastors here are Liberty pastors ordained through Liberty. The executive director of Liberty, his name is David Kerr. We know David because we've been to many conferences with him. He always makes it a point to spend some time with us whenever we're in the same vicinity. David Kerr sent a letter to us. Congratulations on your five-year anniversary. It just seems like yesterday when this great church was established by God under the leadership of Tim and Jenny. What begins with one man doesn't end there. God begins to bring others in to the vision to support and cause it to grow and prosper. I commend you all for the awesome ministry that is being accomplished by Bridge Builders Community Church. Both Tim and Jenny have that can-do attitude even in the midst of personal health issues. I know that you have encouraged them and helped support them during these times. What a blessing to have the support of people who love those in the church and outside the church. May you truly be that bridge that others may walk over into the kingdom of God. Be assured that your labors are not in vain. You are populating heaven and meeting the needs of the community. Speaking on behalf of the Presbyters of Liberty Fellowship and its members, we applaud you and say, job well done. I am personally pleased with your efforts. Have a great day of celebration. I love you, David Kerr, Executive Director of Liberty Fellowship. Thank you, David. Again, the heart of Liberty Fellowship is to support Christian leaders in what God has spoken to their heart so that they can step into and walk through whatever God has for them. And they will stand by that person no matter what. Liberty Fellowship even supported us financially for the first year. So it's not just words, it's action. And we appreciate what what they've done for us and the relationships we have with them. 
If you look at some of the pictures there, you get an idea of where the Lord led us after we were birthed. The kinds of things God led us through that we didn't even know were coming. You see, we're Bridge Builders Community Church. We are a church that is interested in hearing the Lord as he shows us how to be a vital member of the communities we live in. How did we do that? Well, we became a member of the Chamber of Commerce. No churches were members of the Chamber of Commerce at that time. Now there's four. We hope more will join. Because wouldn't you think churches should be a part of every aspect of community life? So we're very pleased with our membership and, and relationship with all of the members of the Chamber of Commerce. It says Sound of Life there. Our church supports the Sound of Life radio network. Now something exciting going on, right, Bob, up there in Albany? Getting a new frequency in Albany, New York, which will cover thousands of more people. Bringing the gospel message to a, uh, the tri-city areas at Albany, Troy, Schenectady. So that's exciting. There's a picture of a group of people there. That's, that was our elder ordination. The life of a church changes when elders become ordained and become the leadership of a church. It was decided early on that we didn't want to have elders at first. We wanted God to show who the elders were in our group. We didn't want to just look around and choose and take volunteers and vote. We wanted God to show us who the elders were in the group. It was clear that Jay Cookingham and Mike Haas were called to be elders and qualified as elders. So we had an elder ordination. And in that picture is Wes and Verna Clemmer, John Betts, who is the Liberty Fellowship Northeast Overseer, and Mike and Jane Bailey, who are the church plant overseers for all of Liberty, from Texas to New York. By the way, we're the northernmost outpost of Liberty. Now, Mike Bailey also wrote a note. Congratulations, Bridge Builders, on your fifth anniversary. I've been privileged to watch you grow from a dream in your founding pastor's eye to a wonderful, caring community of believers. Of course, that is the hallmark of genuine Christianity, in that you have, as John encouraged, love for one another. With Tim and Ginny and Jay and Chris at the helm leading the way, I know you will continue to spread the love of Jesus for many years to come. Beloved, let us love one another, because love is from God, and everyone that loves is born of God and knows God. Be loved, Mike and Jane Bailey. It's good to have oversight. It's even better to have oversight that loves you. And they, are, they come here at least once a year to meet with people, just hang out, see Hyde Park, just further our relationship. Other pictures there show some of the things that have happened, important things. There's a picture of Jay Cookingham, because one of the most important things we've done is hear God say, this man is a pastor. We're going to agree with you, God, and call him a pastor, because you already made him a pastor. So it's a good thing to agree with God. <laughs> so Jake 
came on staff as a pastor in January, little knowing how much we would need an associate pastor this year. God is good. And he has Jay in the right place at the right time for the history of this church. Thank you, Lord. There's a picture of a van there. The people in this church are so generous. It's amazing. Cookie's van died. We sent out a few letters. We immediately got $3,000 to fix the van. And thank you, people. Thank you for your heart to hear God. It allows us to bless people. And that's the most fun we have. There's a Culinary Institute of America sticker there. Now, we're not affiliated with the culinary, although I wish we were. We have a different fellowship hour. But we, we have a couple of students from the culinary who attend here. Sydney Estrada's here today. Hi, Sydney. And Becky is not here today. It's such a blessing to see young people love God. And we want to support them in any way we can through prayer and through any other way they need our help. There's a picture there of the torso of a person holding a Bible, preaching. We believe preaching is one of the strengths of this church. And we purpose to preach the word of God unadulterated. We don't apologize for it. We don't water it down. This is what the word says. You know, we've had over 15 people preach at our church in five years. We're not, we're not going out and looking for people, dragging them off the street, saying, hey, come in and preach at our church. We're very careful who we ask to preach. But over 15 people? Wow. See, it's not just Jay and myself who know God and can talk about God. There's a lot of people here whose heart is totally with the Lord, and we trust them enough in God to hear what he's saying and to be able to express it to us. And it's exciting to have people like that around. Operation Christmas Child. We, we've had a great time doing the shoeboxes. One, I think it was two years ago, one Christmas we had the Sound of Life radio broadcasting live from the Cookingham's living room as we filled our boxes and had a good time doing it. TMZ was there, of course. Tom Michaels Aradnik. It says baptism. Baptism, of course, is one of the important things of, of the Christian church. We've had one baptism so far. It was in the Wilhite swimming pool. And we had, I think, seven children baptized. We have to do that again. We're going to have to find out who needs to be baptized, who wants to be baptized. It's an exciting time to follow God, to follow Jesus. Oh, there's a picture there of the cleanup crew. We clean up Route 9G and we do flower gardens on 9G. There's me sitting under a little blue tent. Since we're members of the Chamber of Commerce, we get to go to the Chamber-sponsored food place. The Saturday Farmer's Market. Thank you. We could set up a tent. We just set up a tent. We give out free Bibles. 
There's a fall fest this Saturday. We can't do it this year. But a couple of the past years, we've set up a tent and given out free Bibles. That's fun. That's fun to see who shows up and who asks for a Bible. The Truth Project is a 12-DVD program about the Christian worldview. Raise your hand if you've seen The Truth Project. Quite a few. If you want to get blessed and learn more about how to walk and talk and think Christianity, let us know. We have plenty of people who would love to sit down, do it with you, and discuss that with you. We've got a picture of our kids there. We've got a Tresdias cross. We have many, many people in our congregation who are part of the Tresdias movement. What a blessing it is. You don't have to be a Christian. You don't have to be in trustees to be Christian, but it certainly enhances your Christian life. There's a picture of a Christmas tree and a turkey. At the holiday season, we have sponsored families, families who need help in our town. Give them food for Thanksgiving, gifts for Christmas. That's always a lot of fun. It says visitor there. We love to have visitors. It was clear early on that the vis- many of the visitors to Bridge Builders Church were not going to stay here forever. And we thought, gee, Lord, what are you doing? We need people. But it, it seems that God has said for this moment, you don't need a big church to do what I've called you to do, and that's love people. And we said, oh, Lord, we're going to love every person who walks in the door. Whether they stay here once, a month, a year, forever, whatever. And we are so blessed to have people actually sense the presence of God and the love of God when they're here. And that's all we want. We love loving on people. So it's, we try not to descend on visitors. But we do want to welcome you in a very strong way. National Day of Prayer. That's in May. We try to take part in that. We also have a prayer group every Wednesday night at the Haas house. Down at the bottom, there's a picture of two families, Nick and Becca Ecker, and their son, Benjamin, are here today. They're soon to be heading to Chile, and we have the great honor of supporting them in in their missions work. And there's Stephen and Christy Hoffman and their kids, missionaries to India. Interesting. I got an email from Christy last year. said, you need to take our picture off your website. You need to take our name off your website. And so that there's no way for people to connect with the Hoffmans on the Internet. Because they may get expelled from India if it is found that they are there for, as only Christian missionaries. So we had to go through and make little changes there. But we support them through their, their oversight group. What is it? Through the Assemblies of God. Through the Assemblies of God. Above the core values, there's a picture of kids at Kids Church. There's a picture of our music ministry. We praise God for Mike Ferretti Sr. And as, our, as the leader of our music ministry. His heart is not to do it all himself. His heart is to raise up other music leaders. So when we show up on Sunday, we never know who's going to be up there. 
I don't think we've... Have we had a Sunday winner? Isn't it one for Eddie? Isn't it at least one? I don't know. But we really appreciate the heart of Mike to raise up other people into music ministry. That's exciting for us. Then the, there's a picture of a Christmas caroling. We did that in costume one year. That was fun. Okay, if you look down at our core values, B-R-I-D-G-E-S, all of those pictures would fit under one of those categories. There are some things we've done that aren't here at all, we haven't even mentioned. But today, as we look back on five years, we thank God for the heart he's put in us and given us the wisdom and desire to ask him, how can we fulfill it? what you called us to with the heart you've given us. It's, a, it's an exciting journey for us. We sit around as elders sometimes and we don't have the answers. We don't have all the answers. That's okay. We have a Bible. We can pray. So, Down at the bottom is there it says, Where to, church? The future next exit. I don't know where to, church. You're the church. Where are we going? We're going to be listening. We're going to find out. And it's going to be fun. Now, on the back of your bulletin, it says Karenet. We support Karenet, Pregnancy Center of the Hudson Valley. Today, all of the offering, 100% of the offering, is going to Karenet. Our bills are paid. We get to bless other people because our bills are paid. So we're going to bless Karenet because next week, next Saturday, is the Karenet Walk for Life. If you have an offering or tithe or something you want to give and you want to designate it for something else, please write on the memo line, this is my regular tithe or this is for the benevolence fund or whatever. But if there's no designation on it, it's going to all go to Karen. Is that a deal? By the way, we don't take an offering here. I don't like that term at all. It sounds like I'm going around and ripping people's pocketbooks away from them and reaching my hand in there. We don't take an offering, but I'll tell you, we are blessed because so many people here give. They give offerings. They give tithes. And it'll be exciting for us to see what's given today for Karenat. Because every time somebody comes here and we give to them, they are totally shocked. Totally shocked by the giving that's done by this relatively small group of people. That's exciting. That's fun, That's the fun part. As the elders were talking, we said, you know, maybe the only way we can quantify or evaluate is to ask some people to share what's God done in your life here at Bridge Builders? What's happened to you while you were at Bridge Builders? It must have, there must be some, something you can say or while you were here at Bridge Builders, God did something in your heart. God did something in your life. That's most important. Yes, we do a lot of activities. We do a lot of things. We have fun doing them. But what's most important is in your heart. So Jay's going to take care of that today. Psalm 22, it says, I will tell of your name to my brothers in the midst of the congregation. I will praise you. So now's an opportunity. If you have something on your heart, something you would like to share, I'm going to hand you the mic. I might walk up to someone and just ask them. 
because I do those kind of things. The truth is, I want you to just pause for a minute. Think about the last five years of your life. A lot of life has passed in five years. Some of it good. Some of it very, very difficult. In my own life as well. What I've found is that God is in every moment of those five years. And he deserves all praise and glory. So, I'd love you to have the chance just to share your heart. Share maybe even what you see God. Maybe you have a hint of what God's going to do. You would like to share that. So just raise your hand. I'll come to you. I'll go to the lady first. Um, I go to the Culinary Institute, and when I came here, I was afraid of losing my faith because I was away from my home church. And um, I'm glad I found Bridge Builders and this wonderful group of people. And I look forward to coming here every Sunday and just hearing God's word and being able to keep up with my faith. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I have to stand because I'm so short. Uh, I'm relatively new to Bridge Builders. And... Uh, New to this area, so only been in this area about two years. And anybody who knows me knows that I do not like sitting in pews looking at the backs of people's heads. Uh, but if that's something that's going to be done, then this was a good place to do it. Uh, what I found here, what God has done in my life, is I think I came here in a little bit a roundabout way. I came because I married Sheila, God's grace to me in, in the later part of my life. We've been married for about two years. Uh, and then through that, a friendship with Jay that brought me here to expand that friendship to Tim and Ginny, the Hosses, and so many others of you. And what God has done is he has simply enlarged my heart. He has enabled me to love better, to send sin farther away from me, uh, to rejoice in other people. So that's the goodness of God as expressed uh, by the folks that he's brought me into contact, contact with here. There was one person I kind of warned that I was going to come up to him. This is my buddy Dan. I'll speak. I'll stand, too. I've had a, I've had a lot of blessings in my last, this last year. Uh, I've retired. I became a grandfather. I went through back surgery, and I can still walk. So I've had a lot of blessings. But I just have to look at um, the last few days for, of blessings from your church. Is One thing God laid on my heart was to, um, I'm on the care net, board of CareNet well, in my retirement. He opened up the door for that. We had a meeting the other night, and we talked about we're way behind in budget. And we're going to send a letter out to each church in the area. And it's going to say, can you reach in and help us? So we don't know how to do that. We're trying to figure out the, the, most, the right way to do that. Now, I don't think you guys received that letter yet because we talked about it Thursday night. And when I look at the bulletin and see something like that, that God is already speaking to you guys. God's already laid it on your hearts. The stuff that, so it just shows me how we're all one. The Holy Spirit is, is so alive in, in, in this whole thing. So it's pretty amazing. So thank, thank you. Thank you. That's the wonderful thing. It's, we're not trying to 
to praise Bridge Builders today. What we're praising is a God that moves on all of our hearts, wherever we are, in all the communities that we touch, in all the people's lives of family and friends and work people. God moves through us and touches people. He gives through us. So we're giving him praise today for these kind of things. We did not get a letter to do that, but, but it was on our hearts to, on, a, on our day of celebration, to give something to the community. This was on our hearts, and we said, you know what, what can we give? And we came up with that. And that's all God. It's not because we're brilliant men. Well, the other two are brilliant men. I'm just, um, for comedy effect. But I have a couple of letters I'm, 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 I was supposed to read, too. Now, I don't know why the FBI got a hold of my letters and, and censored my letters. Um, one of them is from my spiritual dad, Frank Ben Nelly, and, and from his dear wife, Jill, who's like my spiritual mom. This is, it's a miracle that, that Frank contained it to one letter, okay, to one page. because he, and, and you edited it, right? Okay, and then editing more. But I want to read just the last paragraph because this is special. Brothers and sisters, continue in your love and service together for him. Continue to support and pray for your servant leadership and let your love for him and one another be the continued hallmark for BBCC. May our Lord grant you all of his special love, care, and anointing as you press on to the high calling of, in Christ Jesus. May you grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And may your love for him and your love for one another continue to bring our Heavenly Father the glory that's due his name. Amen. And I think that's the heart that we're trying to express today. Anybody else? I, I kind of look at bridge builders as more of a, a body of believers that uh, we're, we're here to, to help one another, to pray for one another, to encourage one another. Um, I know one of our goals uh, is the, the freedom that we would have in Christ as we try to hear God and, and try to follow him regularly. Uh, I've been reading uh, Experiencing God by Henry Blackaby lately, and one of the things that kind of fits into uh, hearing God and, and following him is he gives an example that when you wake up in the morning, you, you don't say to God, what can I do for you today? Because while we're sleeping, God's already at work. He's already doing things. And our goal when we get up in the morning is how do we fit into what God's already doing? And I, I, when you look at things that way, we see a lot of things. God opens up doors. And what we see in, in, in Bridge Builders is that many of us have many ministries outside of Bridge Builders. It doesn't come within the four walls of the church. And that does fit into our core values that we are out serving, you know, people and the community and trying to bring many, many into a relationship with Jesus Christ. And I think that's what we're encouraging each other to do, is to not necessarily just have ministries right here in Bridge Builders, but to be doing things outside so that we do bring many to the Lord Jesus Christ. One thing I know uh, God has really um, been teaching and reinforced uh, in me uh, and has been a huge encouragement for me because I'm not 
one into uh, being involved in, look at my ministry, um, is the importance of the everyday. Um, how really, really important the everyday is with him. That when we greet somebody on the street with kindness, we've just reached out with his love. And a lot of times we miss what we do in the everyday that brings his presence into somebody's life. And for me, that has been a huge, huge uh, encouragement uh, in God opening up uh, understanding in me that it's not just in the big, but it's in the minute. It's in the everyday. It's in the struggle that we go through in living every day that we walk through with him, with one who loves us so much that he's willing to be in the moment, in the everyday with us. And I just want to praise him for that and thank him for those that have been an encouragement uh, to me in that also. Uh, recently, we just sent out the Senesees to Delaware to the church that has welcomed them in as pastor. And, and they sent a letter, too. And one of the paragraphs, I think, just is, echoes everybody's heart here is, the second thing that we have experienced being with you is that every person who has come and gone from Bridge Builders leaves better than what they came. That there is no sense in which that you are trying to take from them who are the church, but rather you desire to add to them. And this is truly a refreshing approach to church ministry. You echo the words of Paul in Philippians 4.17. It says, not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that increases to your credit. We receive far more from the church when we feel that we gave. For that, words of thanks are not enough. And I think that's the heart of, of everyone here is that we realize that church is, doesn't just happen here. Or any four walls. Church happens outside in the streets where we work, where we go to school. And that's where real ministry happens, in the home. All those places. And here we, we get a chance to corporately praise him together. To give testimonies to encourage each other. You know, I look around and I see, I see testimonies. I see testimonies of what the faithfulness of God here today. So, anybody else going once? When I think about the past five years of my life, it's been quite a roller coaster. Over four years ago, I had a heart attack. And that really was a physical manifestation of a very spiritual truth. And my heart was broken. And I feel like the past five years of my life have been accomplishing what is said in Ephesians. I'm crying, so I can't see what it says. (laughs) No, 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 I'm going to do this. With or without my eyeballs. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints 
what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. How many times have you asked to be filled with all the fullness of God? I don't even think we've begun to dream that, let alone ask for it. And that's what God wants to give us. But I know for me it started in revealing the fact that I was not rooted and grounded in love. And so there's been a digging out of what I have been rooted in. I've been rooted in fear. I've been rooted in anxiety. I've been rooted in in shame or guilt or, or unbelief. So I'm so thankful for the past five years that gently, kindly, even ridiculously, with laughter and with silliness and such acceptance, you guys have demonstrated the love of God and have been devoted that all his people, whether they come in here for two seconds or forever, would know the love of God and be rooted and grounded in his love. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think. People, let's ask and let's think far more abundantly. Each of us is meant to be rooted and grounded in the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge. It's so much bigger than we can ever know, but that's what God wants for us. And I'm so grateful that the past five years, tenderly, sweetly, but diligently, God has been weaving and rooting me in his love. And I'm grateful for that. I know that I'm extremely thankful for the past five years. Yes, I am most thankful that my beautiful bride is still with me. I'm thankful that my my children walk and follow after God's heart. Not perfectly, but neither does their dad. I am thankful to a God who brought me to to this place. I am thankful for Tim and Jenny for loving me into this position. A position that I ran from for many, many, many years. So I'm thankful to God that he gives me an opportunity to, to fill, fulfill part of, of what he's had for me here. And I am thankful that it's here. That it's this place. That it's with all of you. That it's with new friends and, and old friends and, and family mixed in together. It is a wonderful journey. I am so thankful to God for that. So what I would like to do, I'd like to call Tim and Jenny up so we can pray for them. Mike and Patty, not whatever I was going to call you. (laughs) I just start off with a prayer that Tim and Jenny, Lord, will feel your presence at every moment during this time that they're going to be away from us and in this hospital, Lord. That knowing that, Lord, as, as they're in this room and, and being taken care of, that you will be there. That they will feel that, Lord God, so much that there will be no fear. Yes. 
There'll be no, no fear that ever uh, enters into this, Lord God, but that uh, they will experience a, a joy in your presence, even through any adversity that may occur, Lord God, through any side effects that may occur. And I, I pray for Tim, Lord, that his body will be able to just fight off any of the side effects that yes. could possibly come from this chemo, Lord. I pray that every doctor, every nurse that's involved in this would have your wisdom, Lord, and that uh, everything that they do will be done uh, uh, the way it should be, Lord, and that all things will occur, Lord God, the way that they should. Lord, I pray that this room will, will uh, just exhibit comfort, Lord, uh, especially for Jenny, Lord, as uh, uh, she will be staying with Tim, that there would be uh, sufficient things in the room, Lord God, especially a bed, Lord God, that uh, Jenny would be able to stay and sleep in comfortably, Lord God, that she will not, not experience any pain in her back during this time. We just pray that everything uh, will go well according to your plans, according to your purposes, Lord. And we thank you and we thank you for everything that is being done and for what the result of all of this is going to be, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord. Yes, Lord. Uh, you have said to us, Lord, in a few places, cast your cares upon me because I care for you, Lord. And uh, that's what we're doing right now, Lord. We are taking any cares we might have, Lord, uh, and putting them at the foot of your cross, Lord. Placing them at your feet, Lord, and letting go of them, Lord, because it's you who care for us, Lord. You have told us in your word that if you care for the lilies of the field and the birds of the air in such a wondrous way that you do, how much more do you care for those who you look to as your children, Lord. And in that, Lord, we have a confidence because you are a father who is faithful to his word. You are not changing a factor, Lord. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever, Lord. And though our circumstances might change, you are steadfast and faithful. And we thank you for that, Lord. And for that, that you will be doing in Tim and Ginny that same thing, Lord. Standing faithful through whatever it is that they are walking through right now. As you walked through the furnace with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Lord, so you walk through every circumstance with us. You do not leave us nor forsake us, Lord. You are there with the power of your spirit, with your loving arms and embrace, Lord. You are there. And we thank you for that, Lord, for what you do in hedging them in and being a hedge before them and behind them and in letting us know that though we might have tribulation, Lord, we can be of good cheer because in this world you have overcome this world. And we thank you, Lord, for all that you will pour out upon them in provision and also, Lord, in provision for the doctors to have the wisdom and understanding that they need to have in dealing specifically with uh, Tim's situation and also in providing what is needed for Ginny. We thank you, Lord, for what you are, for who you are, and for all that you do in our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen.
Oh, this is this seems like a silly thing to pray for, but I pray for their sense of humor. They have a good one. And I pray, Father, that somehow that you will speak through that sense of humor to them during this time. And that you will cause pockets of joy to rise up uh, in them and through them and for them and for the people that they they come across, the doctors and the nurses and technicians and just people waiting for procedures. And uh, Lord, you have meant for good this experience, although it, it may not seem so. But you meant this for good. So we trust that this is a good thing. Even though we don't understand it. We don't understand all the whys or the reasons. But we know that you are good. So this is meant for their good. So we pray that they will see the goodness in it. They already have. They've already testified it. They've already believed it. But I pray they will see more of it. So I pray that every... Nuance, every aspect, everything that they walk through, they will see your goodness in it. And that that sense of humor that they both share and that sense of humor that that, that has gotten uh, them through so many difficult things, uh, you will refine that into into a treasure for them. And we pray for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. We love you all very much. And those aren't just trite words. So have a good month. As we give them a few minutes to escape. <laughs> we need some theme music. We love you guys.